Hi, my name is Maureen Morrison, and I'm an employment facilitator at Youth Employment Services. My name is Alexander Ferrer, and I am the Education Coordinator at Youth Employment Services. And today on the Job Pod, we're going to be talking about job interviews. And specifically today, we're not going to be so much talking about the common interview questions or anything like that. We're going to be more talking about kind of the things surrounding job interviews and the job interview checklist, as we like to call it. So we're going to be talking about kind of their general job interview checklist. We'll talk a little bit more about specifics you need to think about for video or internet interviews. And then we'll be talking about things you should be thinking about before, during, and after an interview. So with the job interview checklist, Alexander, do you want to start us off? Yes. So you got a job interview. That's great. The first thing that you should do about that is confirm the date, time, and location of the interview and write it down in your planner or put it in your phone calendar. Or what I would say is do both. You really want to make sure that you will not be late for this interview. In fact, you always want to be early. So make sure you put that date, you know, and make sure you have no conflicts because that job interview is very important. And then when you're getting ready for it, print out an extra copy of your resume and cover letter and review both of them so you know what's on them in case anyone asks you questions based on them. And then bring them to your interview and bring extra copies so that if, say, there's a panel of three people who are interviewing you, each one of them can have a copy of your resume. The next part you should think about, of course, is researching the company. It is so important that you research the company and the position you're applying for. So when you go in for the job interview, you, like, you know the company like the back of your hand. And an employer will be really impressed by that. Researching the company and position is one of the most important things you can do. And throughout these podcasts, I've been saying like a broken record, research, research, research. Very important. And another thing that you want to do is review the job posting that you applied to and ensure you're ready to talk about how you meet the qualifications for the job. Something I've run into a few times is I've been offered an interview and then I go back and I saved the link to the job posting in like a spreadsheet or something. But then the job posting's been taken down because it's closed. And honestly, don't do not do what I've done. Don't, don't be like me. If you're applying for a job, don't just save the link to the job that you applied for. Actually go in and if you can copy and paste the job posting or if you can download it as like a Word document or PDF, do that because then if you're offered an interview, you can go back and look at that and make sure you're ready to talk about why you'd be a great fit. Another important thing you should do is call up your references and let them know you actually have a job interview coming up and explain what type of position you're applying for in case they're contacted. And you can attach you know, your resume so they can look at it. Because if an employer does call your references, in a way, your references are being interviewed. So make sure they know the company as well. You know, let's say you apply for five jobs. Tell each of your references, um, you know, or if you have five interviews, tell all those references, hey, I have this job interview, it's on this date. And I have another job interview, but it's with a different company. And talk about the differences between each company. So it's very important to keep your references well informed. Another one we have is dress for success. I'm sure you've probably heard that term before. 
but ensure your interview clothes are clean, professional, and then set out the night before your interview. It is not something you want to be doing to be scrambling half an hour before your interview because you realize you have no clean clothes or that you have one white shirt, but it's, you know, had coffee spilled on it or something like that. That's something you should definitely be preparing and getting ready the night before so you don't even have to think about it the day of your interview. Another very important thing to do is to practice those common interview questions and try to prepare your answers. So we're not going to really get into it too much right here. But of course, if you guys really do want to talk about common interview questions, you can always book a free appointment with Youth Employment Services. And you can do a mock interview and we can help you prep for that interview. You could also even practice with your friends. Just look up online common interview questions and think about how would I answer them? How would you answer them with these common interview questions? And then one more thing to think about when you're offered an interview is to always ask if there's anything in particular they'd like you to prepare or bring. So they might ask you to bring a sample of relevant work, especially if it's a creative job or something like that. Or they might want you to bring a few extra copies of your resume. And this is always something that you should ask. Most often they're going to say, nope, just come prepared. But in case there is anything, you want to make sure you know that ahead of time. So you don't show up and then have them say, you know, why did you bring this thing? So always ask that. So now we're going to be talking about the video or phone call interview checklist. So it's becoming more and more common for employers to conduct their job interviews over phone or video platforms these days. It's, such an, it's still important to prepare as you would for a face-to-face interview by dressing for success and practicing your interview questions. But there are also a few other factors to consider for a phone and video interview. One of the first things that is, it's a really good idea to have a copy of a resume and the job posting right in front of you to reference during the interview. You can print this out. Um, I would really recommend that uh, if you have a printer available. So you could actually look about, um, you know, what type of skills you have and look at the job posting right there. That's sort of a pro about um, interviewing online is that you can, or on the phone, is you can actually have those pieces of paper for you to actually look at. Mm-hmm. And another thing that's important is if you're using video, test your webcam, your computer microphone, and speakers beforehand to make sure you're not going to run into any technical issues during the interview. There would be nothing worse than signing into your interview right on time and try to speak, and they're just saying, we can't hear you, right? Because how are you going to do a job interview if your microphone's not working or if they can't see you and they were expecting to be able to? So always do a test run. You can always ask a friend to do that. Or if you're interested, we could also do a mock interview with you via phone or video of these employment services as well if you register as a client. And with that said, you don't just want to know if your hardware works well, but you also want to make sure the software you're going to be using works well too. So um, online platforms that people use to do interview are Skype, Zoom, Google, Hangouts. There's all sorts of things that you can use to call. However, you might not be familiar with them. So it's always important to practice doing it beforehand, you know, with a friend or, you know, what have you. Another thing is to plan to set up 10 to 15 minutes early, just as though you are arriving early for a job interview in person. And that isn't to say that you need to turn your webcam on and just be sitting there waiting for 10 to 15 minutes, but make sure you're ready to launch that application, whatever application you're using, 
or if it's a phone interview, just make sure you're kind of like sitting, you're in a quiet space with your phone. You don't want to be like, oh, my interview is in one minute. I'd better open up my laptop. Because if you're me and you have a really slow laptop, that means you're going to be late for the interview. So make sure you're ready 10 to 15 minutes early, just as though it were in person. Another thing to consider is making sure that your phone or computer is fully charged and you can even plug it in, you know, your, your computer. Make sure all your notifications are turned off so you won't get distracted during the interview. This also goes with other programs. Make sure you're not playing some game or something while you're having the interview. I've said this before, I think, in podcasts, or at least I know I've said like all the time in my presentations, the most important part of your life at that moment is the interviewer. So make sure you don't get distracted. And you also want to make sure that one of the distractions is not the people around you, right? Uh, You know, most of us live with other people. I have a roommate. And so make sure you're telling the people that you're living with that you have an interview and ask them not to disturb you and tell them when the interview is and just say, can you please keep the noise levels down? Just to make sure that you're not distracted, your interviewers aren't distracted. Just make sure everyone who's in the house or in the apartment knows what's going on. Another important thing also with a location when it comes to noise levels is actually looking at what type of background am I going to have, you know, for the, like, if I'm getting interviewed, if there's a window behind me, the light might be blaring out and it might not look good. So it's probably best to have a neutral background, like a plain colored wall. That's a really ideal thing. If you have a wall full of pictures or, you know, again, bright windows behind you, that might be very distracting for the interviewer. So even before you start that interview, set up your, uh, your, you know, webcam or whatever, you know, in different areas to see what will, will it look like with a certain lighting. And another thing to have with you is just a pen and notepad to take some notes. You might not take too many notes. You should really be focused on the interview while it's happening, but there might be a couple notes you want to take and you don't want to be sitting there and, you know, suddenly reaching all over the place looking to get a pen and notepad if you realize there's something you want to write down, or you don't want to be typing away on the computer if you're on there. So just have that ready and beside you in case there's any notes you want to take. And if you're having a phone interview, let's say, you know, God forbid you miss the phone call. Well, make sure you have a good professional voicemail set up and make sure your voicemail box is actually, you know, is not full. A lot of times, especially with me, when I try to call different clients, I'm not able to actually leave them voice messages or it sounds very unprofessional. One of the biggest examples that I uh, always hear, I, it's not very common, just watch out. I know everybody likes to be the goofball. They might have a voicemail like this. You pick up the phone and you say, oh, hey, it's Alexander, how's it going? Then you'll start talking. Then I say, haha, just kidding, this is a voicemail. <laughs> you don't want anything like that. You want to make sure it's professional. Just state your name and how you can be contacted next. I actually have a story about that, which was I was job hunting. I think this is when I was around 18 and I had recently gotten a new phone and I totally forgot what voicemail I set for myself when I got this phone a while ago. And then I was job hunting for a new job and my mom actually called me one day and left a voicemail and the voicemail just said, Morig, you need to change your answering machine. This is, you're not going to get a job if an employer calls you and hear this. And so it was this funny thing where I hadn't even heard it. I hadn't thought about it in, you know, many months. And I I went back and listened to it. And all it said was, Moorig. (laughs) (laughs) That was my whole voice machine. So anyway, I ended up changing it, obviously, and and just said, you know, hi, you've reached Moorig Morrison. 
please leave your name and number and I'll call you back as, as soon as I can. But I'm really glad I did that because I ended up getting offered a job interview like the next day and I missed the call. And so I got it in a voicemail and I am so glad they didn't hear my initial voicemail message. Wow. So learn from my mistakes and do not do that. And then one last thing to think about when you are doing a phone or video interview is if you're using an online platform make sure your email or username is professional because the interviewers will definitely see it. So if you're using Google Hangouts or using Zoom or something like that, um, you know, sometimes Zoom I know is funny in that if you're using it with friends, you might change your name to something funny, but then it'll usually keep that for the next time that you go into another Zoom meeting. So just make sure that your username is professional. Your name is your best bet and make sure you're using a professional email as well. The next part we're going to be talking about is what you have to do before an interview. So the following things we're going to talk about are, will help you figure out some ways and key steps and actions you need to take before even setting foot in the interview room. One of the most important things, I think, is checking your social media accounts and Google yourself. Does anything come up that you wouldn't want potential your potential boss to see? You have to be really careful in this day and age because Anything that we put online, anybody can see. And I feel like people are getting better at this, but it seemed like for a while people would put their own private things online for everybody to see. Another thing you want to think about is preparing some questions for the interviewers beforehand. So at the end of the interview, when they ask, do you have any questions for us? You're not pulling a blank. Um, a couple of my favorite questions are, you know, what's your timeline for hiring or what do you like about working here? Or, you know, what is a skill that you have in your job that you think makes you successful? Things like that. You don't really want to be asking, you know, like, how much am I going to get paid uh, at that point in the interview? You might want to wait until they offer you the job. But always make sure you have an, a question. And if you prepared some questions ahead of time, but they already answered them just in the interview without you having to ask. My fail safe is at the end, you know, I, I don't have any questions right now. You've answered everything I need to know, but how can I contact you after the interview if I have any questions come up? And so then that gives them the impression that I'm still very interested in this job. You know, just because I don't have questions right now, it isn't because I'm not interested. And then you also kind of get their okay to contact them after. So that's what I like to do. Another thing you should consider is that if you're a smoker, if you're going to smoke, smoke before you even put your interview clothes on because they will smell it on you. Even I would even do it before you take a shower that morning. It's really important, you know, that they don't smell it on you. Again, this is all about first impressions. Is it a crime to smoke? No. However, again, you have to try to think about what employers will think. This is the first impression they have of you. Will it be a good one? Will it be a bad one? Make sure it's good. So make sure that you're neutral smelling, especially when it comes to smoke. And you want to make sure you know how to get to the job interview. And like we said before, plan to arrive 10 to 15 minutes early. So if you're going to be taking the bus, try to take the earlier bus because you can always walk around the block to kill time. You can't make the bus go faster if it's running late. And we know how buses go here in Manitoba. They're pretty much never on schedule. So always plan to take the earlier one so you can make sure that you're going to get there on time. 
Another big thing that you should think about is turn off your cell phone off so it doesn't distract you at all when you're, you know, if it goes off in the room, even if it's on vibrate, turn it off because like I said earlier, the most important person in your life at that moment is the interviewer. So make sure you have your full attention on the interviewer. And then there's also some things to think about during and after the interview. So we'll talk a little bit about during first. So this is right when you go in the room or right when you turn your webcam on and join the meeting. You know, the, the really classic one is always start with a handshake and introducing yourself. Obviously, the handshake one, we're kind of in COVID these days that started back in March. That might not be a norm anymore. So the best advice we have now is to kind of go with whatever the employer seems to be doing. If they're reaching for a handshake, you might have to do one, or if you're not comfortable with that, you can explain, you know, I'm not comfortable with that. But the handshake always used to be the norm. I don't think it's going to be moving forward. But what's so important is that you're able to go in and very confidently introduce yourself and just take the lead on whether or not there's a handshake or, you know, a, an elbow bump or, or kind of whatever the employer is doing. Just take their lead on that. I was talking about before first impressions. Now, a lot of times I think people are getting better with this and people are being more tolerant of it because it's not as taboo. But a lot of times, you know, tattoos, they might be sensitive to tattoos and piercings. Um, so just for the interview, for the sake of the interview, hide your tattoo and piercing if possible. You could always ask about their policies about, you know, showing tattoos or not at the end of the interview. And something that I always try to emphasize, if your tattoo is very important to you, and they don't let you show it, then maybe that's not the company for you. Again, the big thing about interviewing is you try, you're trying to find out too, is this the company for me? Not just they're deciding, are, are you the best person for them? And another thing is put away your phone and headphones. We kind of already mentioned this before by turning off your phone before you go in, but don't put your phone on the table in front of you. Put it away. Put away your headphones. They shouldn't be hanging around your neck. And do not chew gum. If you want to chew gum before the interview, you know, because you want to have good breath and it's a stress reliever for you, that's great. But you have to spit it out before you go into that room because there is nothing more distracting for an interviewer than someone chewing gum. I will not be paying any attention to what you're saying if you're chewing gum because I will just be distracted by the sound. So spit that out. Display confidence. That is one of the most important things, I think. And try to do that, you know, through smiling. You know, some of you might have heard of RBF, resting something face. So you don't have your RBF on. I know this is something kind of silly to some people, but it's really important to really show that. Eye contact. Eye contact, I think, can be very difficult for some people because it can be intimidating. This is why you should always practice for the interview doing eye contact with people. Keeping good uh, posture is so important. Plus, if you're smiling, you have good eye contact, posture, and positive body language, you will actually feel more confident. So maybe you aren't as confident, but if all of those things, you will actually feel more confident. And another thing to make sure is that all of your answers are clear, honest, and positive. So a really good way you're going to be able to do that is by practicing them ahead of time. Like we said before, we offer free one-on-one -on -one mock interviews. So if that's something you're nervous about, you can always meet with us to do that. But you never want to be lying in a job interview. If you get caught in that lie, that's the end of it for you. This is a story I tell all the time about my dad, where on his resume, he said that he spoke French 
And in the interview, they said, okay, it says here you, you speak French, so you're, you're fluent in French. And he said, oh, yes, of course. And then they switched the interview to French. And my dad is not fluent in French, let me tell you. And they found out immediately because he could not do the rest of that interview in French and he did not get that job. So super, super important to be clear, honest, and positive with your answers. So you finished your interview. Let's talk about things you can do after the interview. First and foremost, no matter how good you are at interviewing, I'm sure that you will be nervous and it, you know you feel a lot of time and energy to get into the interview. So just relax. I think that's really important to give, you know, some me time, you know, after an interview, you know, uh, because doing an interview, again, takes up a lot of time and energy. So try to do things to relax, you know, uh, eat a whole pint of ice cream, you know, things like that. Maybe play, maybe you play a video game, you know, something that'll help you relax, you know, drink some tea, things that help you and try to think about how to reflect on things. And then here's a really, really big one that a lot of people don't do, but it's send a follow-up note. So uh, it used to be that these would always be via snail mail. You'd send a physical letter in the mail. These days, an interview can be followed just by a quick email. So really, it doesn't take a lot of your time, but either at the end of the day on the day you had your interview or the next day, just send a quick follow-up email that's a thank you note. So thank the interviewer for their time. Remind them of one of the two reasons that you would be a great pick and let them know that you're looking forward to hearing from them. They'll know that you're serious and they'll really take that seriously. When I was interviewing for the job at Youth Employment Services, I actually knew because I'd asked about their their hiring timeline, I knew that they wouldn't be making a decision until over a week later. So I knew I actually had time to send a physical thank you note in the mail. And I did that because I knew it would stand out and I got the job. And, you know, I don't think that's the only reason I got the job, but it definitely made me stand out because they were interviewing, you know, a whole handful of people. And I was the only one who sent a thank you note physically in the mail. So it, it definitely put me kind of on a different level compared to the other people that they were interviewing. So I think that's a really important step. Keep on going and stay positive. So you finish your interview. Does this mean that your job uh, hunt has ended? No, not really. Because you finish the interview, that doesn't guarantee that you got the job. So keep on trying to apply for jobs, preparing for other interviews at other companies. And you know, you might not even get the job. So that's why I'm stay positive. I think I talked about this in other podcasts. I talked about that when you're applying for a job, you're the best person for the job. Other people might not believe it, but you are the best. So you really have to keep that in mind. You have great things to offer. So always try to do, you know, try to set up for more interviews. And after you've had some time to rest and relax, it's time to reflect on your interview. So what did you do well? Give yourself a pat on your back. What do you wish you would answer differently? Were there any questions that you found particularly difficult? And once you've had some time to reflect on those, that'll just prepare you even more for the next interview you do. Because even if you get this one job you interviewed for, that's great. Congratulations. But most likely you're going to have another job interview later on in life. And it's always good to keep reflecting and preparing. So those are our kind of different checklists and things to think about when you're preparing for a job interview and what to do when you have it and afterwards. 
And if you want to talk about this more, you want to do a free one-on-one -on -one mock interview with one of our employment facilitators, you can find us at yesmb.ca and from there you can go to our contact us page to find out how to contact one of our employment facilitators. Thanks for joining us on the job pod.